Hi guys. Did you know that when a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord, he makes even his enemies to be at peace with him? I think that's a great scripture. And I think it's a great scripture for today and the, the world that we live in. And we need to find safe places to be. And we know that in prayer, Jesus said, uh, pray that you enter not into temptation. So he didn't say, just ask me not to let you enter into temptation. He was saying, when you're praying, you will not be tempted to enter into temptation. And so being having an active prayer life is a very important issue. Amen. And it says, when a man's ways are pleasing, we know we're releasing our faith when we're having an active prayer life. And when a man's ways are pleasing, it, ta it takes faith to please God. It's impossible to please God without faith. So when a man's ways are pleasing to the Lord... He will cause our enemies to be at peace with us. I just think that's funny that the enemy may want to not be at peace with us, but with God's hand on his back, he's going to have to be at peace with us because our God reigns and the kingdom rules over all. Amen. It says, too, that in Psalm 103, 7, he make, made his, his ways known unto Moses and, and his acts to the children of Israel. So you can see the acts and the miracles of God and be impressed with them and, and draw from them. But it's more important to know his ways, his principles. And I always think back on when John and James were with Jesus and the, the town rejected Jesus and didn't allow him to come through in Samaria. And they wanted to call fire down from heaven. If, if there's ever been a time in my life that you'd like to call fire down from heaven, we're living in that time right now. But Jesus said, uh, you know of not what spirit you are of. And that's when it's important to know God's ways, his, not, not just his acts. I, I love to see the acts of God, but I'd rather know his heart and know his ways and know the principles of his kingdom uh, than, than to just see the acts of his miracles. Amen. Actually, you know, um, we, we like to live from miracle to miracle. We want that miracle. But God wants us to live in a divine flow of divine life. And uh, so we, we want to get to that place. And I think the more time we spend interceding for others, you know, love does not seek its own. So the most powerful thing you can do is to pray for someone else. And uh, when you're praying for someone else, the love of God is pure. It's more pure at that time. So some of the principles of God's ways are good overcomes evil. This is in Romans 12, 21. And it says uh, not to give place to, to give place for the wrath of God, but don't give place to the devil. You give you back off and you stay in the mercies of God and the um, I say the wrath but the um, judgment is is going to come anyway. But the, the people that are uh, judgment is coming upon, they're needing an intercessor. They don't need someone to stone them. They don't need a judge. They're under judgment. They need an intercessor. And so good wants to overcome evil. He, he, that's a principle of God that good overcomes evil. And... Uh, uh, light, another principle, is light dispels darkness. Remember in John 1, 5, it says the darkness does not overcome the light, does not comprehend it. It will not overcome it. So the darkness cannot overcome light. We're, we're living in a time of, yea, darkness upon the earth, yea, deep darkness, even deep darkness cannot overcome the light. So um, when we're working in the, in the 
in the kingdom affairs, when we're, when we're involved in kingdom affairs, I, I remember one lady one time, uh, Hedy Lou Brooks, she was a speaker at the Women's Glow a lot. And she, she did a sermon on how when you're praying in other tongues, you're doing, she, she did like, you're doing business for God when you're praying in other tongues. And that's true. We're doing kingdom business when we're in prayer and praying in other tongues. So light dispels darkness. So you have good wants to overcome evil. Light will dispel the darkness. And in 1 Corinthians 15, 54, it says death is swallowed up in victory. Life swallows up death. So those are three principles that God wants you to understand for your prayer life. If, there's, if, if evil is there, then you need to build up the good because it will overcome it. If darkness is there, then we need to build up light because light will dispel it. And if death is there, then we need to build up the, uh, in our victories because life, the life will swallow up death. And Jesus said, my word is spirit and life. So uh, when you're speaking the word of God, it's, it's really um, powerful. And you know, the thing is, is that when we're there speaking it, it, it doesn't feel all that powerful. You don't feel so powerful about it when you're speaking it. But to, to have a knowledge of what it is, knowledge is so important. Uh, what was it I used to love to say? Uh, a, a, man, a man of wisdom is strong, but a man of knowledge increases strength. So when you gain knowledge, and when we look at our um, outline about praying in the last days, that's one of the things is to get the information of how to pray. So many times we just jump into the prayer pool and start praying what we know, and uh, sometimes we don't know enough. So we need to gain knowledge so we'll know how to pray. And a lot of things can be taken care of pretty quickly if we just would gain knowledge and know how to pray. So remember, good overcomes evil, light dispels darkness, and death will swallow up, uh, life will swallow up death. And so we want to build up in those areas. Amen. And uh, these are some little tidbits. You know, I told you last time, that um, we have um, uh, we we have dinner. We have a five course meal. Sometimes in a teaching, you can have a you can have a five course meal, or you can have hors d'oeuvres. And I like to serve hors d'oeuvres once in a while. They're just little one liners or one thought that that we can gain from. One of the thoughts that has helped me a lot in the last year or two, uh, is about in Mark 39 when Jesus was in the hinder, so I'll just read it to you. He, Jesus was in the hinder part of the ship asleep on a pillow, and they awake him and said to him, Master, carest thou not that we perish? And he arose and rebuked the wind and the raging of the water and said unto the sea, Peace be still. And the wind ceased, and there was a great calm. When he rebuked the wind, he rebuked the wind, and, and then said to the sea, peace be still. Uh, when he rebuked the wind, the word rebuke there is a primary preposition meaning superimposed. He superimposed of time, place, or order. He, um, and superimposition means to place or lay over or above something. So you're, he, rebuking, he put God's word out there. He put the will of the Father out there. He put, because he was, he said, I don't do anything but what I see my Father do. So he, he heard this from the Holy Spirit within him, and he did what he heard 
he did what he saw and heard his father speak and do. And he rebuked, he overlaid what was happening with the word of God. And life in that word swallowed up what was happening. You know, we can still do that today. Now, I know that some might sound strange to some of you, but we have authority over the wind and the rain and the seas, and, and we, just, we just haven't practiced enough in exercising. I, I challenge you, the next time a thunderstorm or tornado warnings or things like that, you just stand boldly there and speak to it. That's, that's part of earth, and uh, we've been given authority over earth. And Jesus spoke to the winds. He spoke right here to the, to the wind and rebuked it. He overlaid the will of that wind with a new will, which was the will of the Father, peace be still to the water. And so I, I had the most powerful, I uh, hope I don't get cast off as misinformation on this, but I had a most powerful experience with speaking to a storm uh, in the last year. My husband was coming home from us. Uh, way across town and he was in a hard hard rainstorm and i was talking to him on the phone and then he he was it, it hit our house and i mean it was scary it was a hard hard the wind was blowing so hard in the backyard it looked like my trees were gonna all blow away and he and he he had called and he is having to pull off the side of the road because it was sheets you know how when it gets sheets of of rain pouring down and i mean i got uh tough with that. I just spoke, excuse me, speak to the atmosphere. There's two things that are happening. Either it's just an, a natural happening of weather when things get out of sync and out of, out of whack. There's a natural happening where weather will break into storms like that. There, there can be a natural uh, course behind that. Or uh, there's a demonic uh, in spirit behind it. And so you want to take authority over the de any demons just in case. I always take, bind Satan and render him unfruitful and ineffective in the name of Jesus. And uh, he said, whatever we bind on earth shall have been bound in heaven. Well, Satan's been bound and kicked out of heaven. So we bind and take authority over the devil. And then we speak to, look what he did. He overlaid, he superimposed his will, or the, uh, i.e. the will of the Father, over the wind and the raging of the water, and said to the sea, peace be still. So then he dealt with the consequences of that wind. So, uh, and you know, the, 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 usually I have to deal with it more than once. But that day I was really energized and with that storm. And I mean, it suddenly stopped. I was surprised myself. It suddenly stopped. So I just encourage you to practice these things. You know, there's all kinds of places to practice these principles of the kingdom and to learn how to exercise and use our authority. My angels get me through traffic all the time. We have angels, you know, that we can call on, ministering spirits that are sent out to render service for those who inherit salvation. And I, I call on them all the time for the uh, traffic. I, I just tell them, you know, I need to get across this street, so I'm sending out my angels to stop the flow so I can get out in the, in the traffic. I, I always decided, I've already decided that traffic is of the devil because the kingdom of God flows. The river of life flows. So when the flow stops, there could be a demon involved somewhere. So anyway, that has ministered to me, this fact that Jesus rebuked. So whatever situation you're dealing with, 
and we have a lot of situations to deal with in, in the day that we live in. Whatever situation you're dealing with, uh, talk to it. Remember, Jesus said, he, whosoever shall say unto the mountain, be taken up and cast in the sea and not doubt in his heart, but believe that what he says shall come to pass. He can have whatsoever he saith. So he said it three times to talk to it. And um, so that's what we do. We talk to the weather. We talk to. And when we speak the word in behalf of, of someone else, when we're praying for others, which is what this is all about, is praying for our household, the restoration of women's virtues, the influence of the woman in the household and praying for our household. It all started with uh, the thought that is Jesus coming soon? You know, and, and most Christians believe that he is. And so uh, we got to praying for our households because the bride makes herself ready. And so you want to be prepared. And uh, it says also in Romans that um, we want to be that we prepare ourselves for the glory. And so if you have people in your household, children, husbands, wives, mothers, fathers, cousins, you know, I, I we earlier on, we decided we made a list of our household and just called it our household. So you don't have to always name everybody all the time, but you label your household and not only do you want them to be saved, but you want them to fulfill their destinies too. And everybody won't fulfill their destiny, but you want to do your part and pray for them to fulfill their destinies. Amen. And there's secret things to be had uh, just through the years of my experience with the Lord and praying for someone, you know, my family first and then other people uh, getting delivered from drugs, getting delivered from alcohol, getting delivered from world car carnal thinking. Uh, it's, we can make a difference in everybody in somebody's life. We can make a real difference. And so I just encourage you because, uh, you know, I teach a lot on the purpose, position, and power of the woman and the role of the woman. And uh, in 1 Timothy uh, 2, it talks about how she shall be saved, saved in childbearing and I thought, well, that doesn't sound right because some women can't have children. So the point being, when you dissect that word in the Greek, it's she can be safe in her maternal duties. Now, that makes sense to me. And so uh, that's a safe place is when you are fulfilling your paternal, the, the male side or the female side, because we're both made in the image of God. Male and female, he created them, made in the image of God. So... Uh, when we're fulfilling that aspect, you know, in a day when there's gender dysphoria and nobody, I've just never seen where people are confused as to what their sex is or what their sexuality is. But that's the day we live in. There's a lot of demonic activity out there and people are hurting from that. And so um, uh, we, I think it's interesting that the devil will try to get us away from, there's no way you can, be born one sex and transfer to another and fulfill the image of God for your life. So um, it's, it's a serious issue for kingdom purposes. And um, it's just important that we um, fulfill our destinies like that. Amen. Anyway, this has really blessed me to see that I can, when I rebuked that windstorm that day, I knew I was overlaying it because, you know, the, what is the, the prince of the power of the air? I always go out to the atmosphere and I say, um, 
In the name of Jesus, I command this atmosphere to be still. I plead the blood over the atmosphere in my neighborhood or in Harris County or Fort Bend County. I plead the blood over the atmosphere and I command peace be still. I bind satanic influence and I speak to the atmosphere and I can command you to be at peace. And you just speak to those things like that. The Bible tells us in Romans 8 that all of creation is waiting for the sons of God to manifest his glory. They're waiting. The, the animals, the trees, you know, the earth has a voice. The earth has a um, mouth. The earth speaks. Uh, and back in Deuteronomy, um, I'm kind of going off track here because so I can't tell you where all it all is. But uh, the earth is alive and has ears and the earth speaks. And so um, it opened its mouth and swallowed up uh the um, people that came against Moses, remember that? So everything God creates has life in it. And so it has ears to hear and uh, we can speak to these things. If we're walking in the authority that God gives us, then we have an authority in our voice. If we're living in sin and thinking we're going to walk in that authority, it's not going to work. But if we're walking, if we're walking in our righteousness that God has freely given to us and we're maintaining that, then we have an authority in our voice when we speak and um, they have to listen. If you're a, a tithing part of the kingdom, you have an authority in, in times like that, that that overrides what the devil wants to do. And just looking at the way earth is today and the system, the, the culture that we live in where we need to grow in this area as a church of the Lord Jesus Christ. So uh, some of some of these little tidbits, that was one of them was the fact that our word, the word of God superimposes. It comes, it, it's an overlay and it will swallow up. Remember, life swallows up death. It will swallow up. God's word is life. It will swallow up any situation, but we have to be faithful to speak it. Amen. So uh, one other little tidbit, and then we'll, is, um, and we're praying, you know, uh, it's real important. And that's what we're going to look at the next time is our outline of purifying our motives as we go into prayer. Um, but to stay, uh, to stay separated out, you know, uh, there's a scripture in Corinthians says, come out from among them and I will be your God and you will be my sons. So we have to we have to stay untouched and un, uncorrupted by the world system, and um, one of the ways I became aware just the other day that um, some of these things that we tend to give ourselves permission to be offended by because they're so awful, <laughs> they're just so awful. So why shouldn't I be offended? But that offense will work against my prayer life. So I have to be careful to. And, and you know what I've experienced? When you have something that you're wrestling with and, and you really um, you want to forgive, but you're having a hard time, God will give you an extra dose of his grace and help you do it. I've had him do that when, when I was being tempted to almost hate somebody. And I had never really thought about hating somebody. But this time I was hating. I was being drawn towards hating somebody. And uh and I cried out to God. I said, Lord, I know, I know this is not pleasing to you. 
I just, I, I don't seem to be able to do anything about it. I, I just ask you to help me. And I'm telling you instantly, my heart, it's like he poured honey over it or something. My heart was at peace and I was uh, not offended anymore. And the hatred was all gone. So he, he's our partner in life and he's going to keep us straight. One little point here. Make peace in your mind when you can't harmonize with a person. When you can't come into harmony with a person, let the peace be in your mind. It may not be with them, but it can be in your mind. Don't allow yourself to harbor anger or disrespect to a person. Pray for their deliverance and healing, for, for them to walk in the full destiny and release them to the Lord. It, when it's in your mind, uh, it belongs to you, and so you need to let it go. And he will give us the grace to let it go. Amen. So remember, when we speak the word, it, it superimposes over. It's an overlay. And the life of that word will swallow up evil or, or whatever's out of order in the situation or with the person that you're dealing with. You're praying. We want to pray for people to be born again and spirit filled. We want to pray for them to fulfill their destinies. And so... Um, that's what we're going to be looking at, praying in the last days. And next time we'll look at our outline of getting ready, preparing ourselves and making ourselves ready uh, for the Lord. Amen. For the Holy Ghost to fill us and to use us. And so I encourage uh, you in that. Think about people that God has assigned in your life, brought into your life. Start asking him, how would he like for you to pray for them? Uh, it's like in the prayer room just the other Sunday, uh, we were saying, Lord, our lips are yours. Use our lips and speak life into the earth because the, that life will start swallowing up all this darkness. I think the Lord's looking forward to his children rising up. Amen. Arise and shine for your light has come and the glory of the Lord has risen upon you in Jesus name. God bless you. I'll see you next time.